What's going on, y'all? Soul on Sports here. Free agency, y'all, has been nuts. Anybody you can think of has gone to other teams. It seemed like everything happened the very first few hours of free agency. We all know they're doing a little tampering. Uh, we're not naive to think that uh, Kevin Durant already knows where he's going to go before free agency starts. So we already know him and uh, Kyrie were already talking, probably agents. Probably even the owners. We never know. We'll never know the end of that. But we all know what happens. But so it is so much fun, man. Me and my son got excited to watch the free agency uh, show as if the Super Bowl was coming on. Want to know where this player is going, where that player is going, how much money they're getting, how much cap space they have left. It's just, it's just for some reason, maybe it makes me some type of sports geek or something. But I love it, man. It, it, it really gets my juices flowing. I really like it. But now we got only have a few free agents left, and the big fish in the pond still hasn't signed yet, Kawhi Leonard. Uh, he's still apparently today having meetings with the Lakers and the Clippers, and the last team will be Toronto Raptors. That's what we've been told. I don't really know if there's a surprise team. I don't think so. No one else has any cap space, so it's got to be those three teams uh, to sign him, and it's looking like it's going to be the Lakers. But one thing I can say, if not, if it's not the Lakers, uh, they're going to have to scramble to get other players because the pool for free agency for free agents is going down really fast. Someone pull that plug and they're running out of players. So whoever doesn't get Kawhi, they better start that. They better put some feelers out there and say, hey, man, I don't think I might get this guy. I want to pick up this guy. I want to pick up this dude because uh, everyone else is picking up players, building a roster. Like the Utah Jazz, man, they look scary. I know it sounds crazy, but, man, when them, them picking up Mike Conley and they already had Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gorbet, oh, man. <clears throat> uh, they picked up the shooting for, the shooter from uh, Indiana Pacers. So they're going to be a dangerous squad this year. They actually had some pretty decent draft picks, too. So Utah is definitely that team in the West that might be climbing the ladder a little bit more than what they already have. So I definitely want to go against them this year. They're going to be tough to beat. Uh, another team that's been out there making big moves, of course, in the Brooklyn Nets. They made the biggest of big moves when they went out and got Kyrie and KD and uh, DeAndre Jordan. So they have their miniature big three there. But, but they already have really good role players on that team. So uh, it's going to be set up really nice. If KD comes back 100% after his... Uh, uh, Ankle injury, Achilles tear. It don't have to be 100%. 85% uh, KD is better than most players in the NBA. So if he's not the exact same, if he can be 85% of what he was, that's going to make that team beast mode. KD and, and Kyrie and, and those role players they got there look like we might be building another beast of the East. Uh, they might be running things in the Eastern Conference for a little while. Celtics made a little move. Say little because he's not very tall, but they went out and got Kimball Walker. Gave him $140 plus million, if I'm not mistaken. It's a lot of money for a very small point guard. He's got a lot of skill, offensive skills, not much on the defensive end, but uh, I like his heart and the way he plays. And he deserves to be on a good team. Seems like a really good guy. And he deserves a chance to win some games because he's been with the Charlotte franchise. I say franchise because they used to be the Bobcats, and now they're back to Hornets again. Same team, same losing. MJ is, was a great ball player, sell a lot of sneakers, but he does not know how to run a basketball organization. He 
he sucks at it. Don't know how much he really cares. MJ, he, all he cares about is golfing and smoking cigars. So, at this point, but uh, I can understand why MJ wouldn't pay him. What's the point of paying the man if you're not going to build anything around him? Might as well just let him roll, go to another team. What I would have done, this is what makes me think that they don't really care about winning. I would have traded him during the trade deadline last year. That way they could have got something in return instead of just letting the man walk for nothing. I mean, they actually made a little small trade, a signing trade with the, him and the, and the uh, Celtics. But they had to take someone off the Celtics roster, and they took Terry Rozier. He's a decent player, but he's no Kimball Walker. So, uh, we'll see how that works out. They gave him a bunch of money, which is, you know, whatever it is. What it is. I guess they tell the fans, hey, we got somebody in return. It's still going to suck, man. The, the, the Hornets, almost at the Bobcats again. The Hornets are not going to be a good basketball team. They never really have been. They've made the playoffs here and there. 7 8 seed, get beat out. Never made no noise. They haven't, that, that franchise hasn't won nothing since they had Zoe Morning and uh, Grandma Ma on their roster. And Muggsy Bowles, we're thinking of. Speaking of short point guards, when they had Muggsy Bowes, that's when they made a little noise. But since then, man, they haven't really been about nothing. I mean, I thought maybe MJ picking them up with him, uh, buying the team would have made them a lot better. But no. Yeah, winning that he did in Chicago was when he was on the court playing, not sitting on the sidelines watching them, signing checks. Because he's doing it and he's not fixing that team. Uh, it looks, uh, they look terrible. Uh, Mitch Kupchak is their GM, the former Lakers GM. I thought maybe he may could have come in there and fixed it, uh, but it ain't looking good at all. So I don't know if they're, they're okay with being losers, but that's definitely what they are, for sure. Another team that are making signing some players. Uh, Spurs signed some. They always sign some good tough veterans. They they signed a big man from uh, Atlanta. They also re-signed Rudy Gay. He's a, uh, the guy they had on the roster before, and he's a big part of their team. And the Spurs are probably counting on to get back uh, the guys they had off injury. So they're going to be they're going to be right there in the mix of things like they always are. Who's surprising? The one thing you can count on, there's going to be eight teams in the playoffs, and one of them is going to be the Spurs, and they're not going to be an easy out. That's for sure. Dallas Mavericks made some moves. Uh, they uh, People make it seem like, uh, Porzingis was already on our roster, which he re- kind of was. But when we traded, uh, when I say we, I'm sorry. When <laughs> the Mavericks traded for him, when they traded Dennis Smith Jr., they uh, Chris Boss was already hurt. His knee was already tore up, so he wasn't playing. And this year, he was a restricted free agent. And Dallas offered him the max deal, and he took it. So basically, that was a, their big signing for the for the offseason. Plus, they re-signed some of their... Uh, free agents they already had on the roster Maxi Kleber uh, they bring JJ back on a one year veteran deal uh, I was hoping they would have had a shot at uh, some of these guards that are out there but they didn't get any of them but they got to go and roll with what they got which is cool uh, Porzingis is going to make them a much better team if he comes back completely healthy uh, the way he can spread the floor and drop to the basket and he's not a halfway bad defender they're going to be a good basketball team. I expect them to be in the playoffs again this year. And the other Texas team, Houston Rockets, been trying to trade everybody and their mama in the next 10 years of draft picks to try to get Jimmy Butler. Didn't work out for it. Jimmy Butler went to Miami. So the Rockets was pretty much stuck with the same roster. They re-signed Gerald Green. Uh, they were trying to trade Capella. 
which you never know that still might happen between now and the season starting. Don't know why we didn't want to trade him. He's one of the better players. Who are you going to get better as a big man? As Capella, he fits that offense perfect, the pick and roll and everything. What they really need to do, they need to get the ball out of James Harden's hands so much because he kills your offense. He's a great ball player, but in the playoff, it doesn't work out, man, because the man dribbles the air out of the ball. And then he makes a decision at the last second. Sometimes that decision is for him to shoot the ball, which 90% of the time that's what it is. And the other 10%, he's passing it to you for in the last second to get up. That last second bad shot. And that's what Chris Paul was pissed off about. I mean, he says there was no big deal. He's not pissed off. He's saying that now because he knows no one wants that contract that he signed with the Rockets. That's the reason why he's saying what he's saying. But we all know. The reason why he's saying that is because, like I just said, his contract is terrible. He's up there in age. There's no way out they gave him that big contract. I know they felt they had to, but I would have said, hey, man, I give you three years. No more than three. Then maybe he could have been tradable with on a one-year deal left. But now this man got three more years left on this deal. And his game has gone down a lot. I mean, giving him more uh, ball handling during the season is not going to help him out any either. I mean, I know the Rockets need to change the way they play basketball, but it ain't strictly about uh, Chris Paul. They need to. They need. They got Eric Gordon, and they got a lot of other good players. They need to spread that ball around and just not just depend on one guy to do the thing because it hadn't worked out for them. They've been doing this since James Harden got there. They've been to the Western Conference Finals a couple years. Since he's been there, and they just can't get over the hump. Me, myself, I think a lot of it has to do with Mike Tony, the former Phoenix Suns coach. Uh, same offense he's running, same result. Play good in the regular season and get to the playoffs. Choke City, baby. And he's made the Rockets choke city instead of clutch city like they used to be back in the 90s when they had Rudy T and the great Akeem Olajuwon. Um... Clyde Drexler, can I can I keep going? Robert Ory, Sam, I am Cassell, Vernon, Mad Maxwell. They had a great roster, man. They had great players back then, but now they get the ball to the bearded James Harden, and everybody else get out of the way and let him make all decisions, and it doesn't work, man. They need to figure out another way to run their offense, and maybe they can chance to win the games. I mean, the playoffs because they have a lot of talent on the roster. Talent is not an issue. The talent is uh, playoffs is the issue. When they get to the playoffs, the ball gets stagnant. I mean, regular season is easy to beat somebody. You got talent because they don't really scout you in the regular season because you're only going to be playing this team once and you're traveling a lot. You don't really have time to come up with a game plan. You get there and have a little shoot around. Say, hey, man, today I want you to pick up such and such. But when you're playing in the playoffs and you get to buckle down and focus on that one team, that's where you can really uh, make some hay and the Rockets struggle in the offense, in, in the uh, playoffs. Regular season, they do good, but in the playoffs, they they really struggle. But, yeah, but now, man, we're just waiting on Kawhi to make a decision. Uh, I would say right now, everyone, everything I've heard, not that I have some type of inside track, but everything I've heard, it seems like it's going to be the Lakers. But... <clears throat> Don't count out Toronto. I mean, they 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 have uh, they just won a championship last year, but it seems like this goes back to two years ago when Kawhi was with the uh, Spurs. He really wants to go back and play in L.A. And does he want to go play with the Lakers, 
or the Clippers. I don't see him going to be a Clipper. I mean, they're the Clippers, dog. Who wants to be a Clipper? The Clippers have a, they've been they've since they since they've been a franchise, all they've done is lose. They've never won nothing in their history. They've never been even to the conference finals before. So now they want Kawhi to come there and save their franchise. They don't even have their own stadium. They share one with the Lakers. And we all know that's the Lakers stadium. You look up, they got all the banners. They got statues outside the stadium of Magic Johnson and Kobe and Shaq. There's no Clippers out there outside that stadium. Only Lakers. So if I'm Kawhi, if I was him, I would just go ahead and be the Lakers. I know he's a different cat and everything, but we shall see. But I'm going to have to roll with the with the uh, uh, Lakers if I'm Kawhi Leonard. But we'll see. Free agency is crazy, man. All right, y'all. I just want to drop a few dimes on y'all. Letting you know what's going on in free agency, man. Uh, keep, uh, keep you posted as soon as Kawhi signs and the other free agency that's going on. Check me out. Soul on Sports, boy. I'm out of here.